Okay, yes. Okay, this is Lenny D'Angelo. <clears throat> uh, participating in a 30-day challenge of audio journaling called Earth Sound Off uh, for the month of November. Okay, so today I'm following prompts uh, from the EarthSoundOff.com. Uh, prompt number eight is uh, influence and inspiration. Right. So, talking about influence and inspiration, here's the first thing that came to my head is that I'm not good at this game. Uh, if you ask me what my favorite uh, band is, or uh, or uh, what am I reading, or my you know authors or movies or uh, artists, I'm not very good at that game. I never have been. I'm always a little bit like stunned, like a like a deer in the headlights, as they say. Or like a bird. You know, sometimes bird, my little Bebo, he's a little bird. Yeah, my little bud. He will just sit and stare at something. Some, I don't know what it is. You know, animals do that. I think they're seeing ghosts. That's my working theory. Seeing ghosts. Now, what kind of ghosts a bird sees? I also have a theory that every animal sees different ghosts. Because you notice mostly, humans mostly tell stories about a human ghost. Right? Occasionally they'd be like, oh, I saw a phantom horseback rider or a dog or whatever it was. But most of the time it's, it's people. So I can only imagine that birds see bird ghosts. Right? It's not a stretch. Maybe occasionally something else like a squirrel. And they're like, what the hell? Why is there a phantom squirrel? Nobody's ever reported a phantom squirrel, by the way, in the literature. Tobin Spirit Gun, or, uh, or uh, uh, any of those others. <sighs> right. Uh, yes. Okay, so I I have trouble with the game because it's, it's a little bit of a, a paralyzing for me. Usually because I feel that I'm being judged in that moment and I need to give a good answer. I was recently at a talk and the, uh, it was in a smaller meeting, and the person was asking, what are you, who are you all reading? And the way that's phrased, I don't like either. Uh, and we had to go around a table and talk about who we're reading. Not what, but who. That, I hated that. And I didn't have a good answer, so I gave up. I will not talk about that moment. It was not one of my promises. Anyway. But in, in being real honest about my influences and inspiration, so I uh, have been influenced a lot by, my, uh, by a period in my life. And I found that this is true. The older you get, the more you sort of uh, check out at a certain date. Now, what, it's a decade usually or, or maybe 15 years, but it can be narrowed even further than that if you take the time to investigate when that was. Now, many people sort of check out in their childhood, uh, some point in their childhood. So they will be very nostalgic for this or that, and most of their uh, cultural uh, touchstones will come from those places or those things in that era, right? It's very common, but you're probably not as tuned into it as everybody around you is, because they're like, especially if you're, if you're finding yourself in a company of younger people, you start talking about things that they go, I don't know what you just said. I have no idea what you just said. And vice versa, by the way. I don't, 
of this person who did this talk who asked who we were reading. I have no idea anything she said. I, I can't I can't follow. I can't follow. Oh, I'm sorry. God dang it. They. The, the, yeah, their pronoun was they. And I screwed it up. Not throwing shade to say I, I'm at that. I just can't keep it straight in my head. It's they. By the way, if we're going to change pronouns, can we pick some singular ones? I don't care what it is. Just not they. I need they sometimes to say they. To say them. Anyway, I, uh, jeez, I'm off track. I, I, okay, I like that, um, I remember where my, uh, where my, uh, my cultural touchstones are from, and it's from, especially in art, that's the problem, I think, is that I, uh, checked out at a certain point with artists. And my cultural touchstones with art are from the either from the 90s when I was uh, influenced by comic book artists from the 1990s, uh, mostly uh, Dark Horse and Vertigo, uh, and uh, you you know what all those are. If, and if you don't, you can. It, it's a very small list. You know, there's your Neil Gaiman's and your Dave McKeons and your Kelly Joneses and your. Uh, uh, Anyway, a lot of artists from that period, uh, order, just the ones that I paid attention to, and at some point I checked out re uh, relevance. I no longer relevant. Then I was re-influenced again in, around 2004 to 2007 or eight. And, and that was dip, not comics, but but uh, uh, you know uh, popular arts. And during that time is a time that that, that is known as the uh, uh, the uh, pop surrealism movement or the lowbrow movement. And some of those artists are kind of influential as well. Now, does my work? That's the interesting thing about influences. Once you list them, sometimes it makes sense, and sometimes you're like, really. Uh, I can go back even further than that. I was always inspired. Let's talk about inspiration instead of influence. I was always inspired by the, by the, uh, the, the surrealists a little bit. Not in terms of style, but in terms of content. I was always kind of inspired by the, uh, um, the, the impressionists, especially the later impressionists. Uh, and the Ashcan School in New York, George Bellows, etc. I like that kind of painting. So in painting, that's kind of my inspiration. That's where it comes from. Is that really all I got to say about this? Nothing meaningful about this. Come on, man. You can do better than that. Influence is, uh, I see a lot of that in my student work. My students. Uh, influences are, uh, it's been coming up. I got, a, I got a friend who just started teaching high school. She's never taught before. This is my friend that I always mention, who's an amazing person and doing all kinds of amazing things. And we should really talk about her life more than mine. Uh, yeah, she's teaching at an arts high school, which is cool, man. If I could, if I could have gone to an arts high school uh, and changed it, what would have happened? My 
life would have been so different. Uh, she's uh, teaching at an arts high school. She's noticing that a lot of the students uh, just sort of refuse not to be uh, drawing and painting on their influences. And, and I, I think that's probably common uh, for people of a certain age. Uh, but I didn't, I didn't go through that, I don't think. Now, there was a period of time where I was kind of influenced by comics, and those comics were uh, in fitting with my uh, mental state at the time, my emotional state at the time. We're talking about your, your dark 90s comics, period. But I, don't, I wouldn't say that I was drawing on the style as much as uh, the, the emotional energy or whatever. I, I, I personally, and this is not a good or a bad, I'm not putting a value on this, but I, I actually think it's kind of a bad. Let's put a value on it. It's bad. I was not ever inclined to copy another artist's style that I'm aware of directly. And it's an exercise that I think is actually very important to do, to copy another artist's style directly, like unapologetically. And uh, I have found that uh, the fan art culture and the uh, in celebration of pop culture, which is not necessarily something that I remember when I was a young person. Yes, people would make their own silkscreen t-shirts and things they loved or whatever. Or, uh, but, but I don't know that they were doing like, I wouldn't call it fan art. I, I know everybody's got a, a picture of Batman or Rambo or whatever in there. Sketchbook from back in the day. A Rambo. I say that because I've seen it. Uh, or the Transformers or uh, G.I. Joe or any any of those, any of you old guys, you know, you've all done that. Well, I did it too. But I don't know that we ever considered making that a, a public piece of art or continuing along that, like to continue to do that any longer than the period of time you were in. in elementary school or whatever. It's like it died with that book cover that you had on your book, or it died with the, the, it was on lined paper. It wasn't like you had an, an Instagram account you could post it on and take commissions. There were a lot of those. So something in the culture changed so that that became a practice. That's a little different. I actually think the exercise of working on your inspirations is, is important, directly copying. But I don't know how I can how to feel about kids doing it in art class, other than I hope you grow out of it because you gotta find your own thing eventually, right? Or or do you? Perhaps working on model in the industry of some sort, that will benefit you. See, I can never work on model. I'm not good at that. Even with my own character, I come up with my own character. I can't follow it through a series of three panels. I can't do it. I can't. Like, what is it? Wait a minute. What, is you, what do you look like again? I'm not good at that exercise. And I think probably you learn that exercise through, through a direct copy of someone else. And, and it can be good. It can be a, a positive. I, I'm not thinking of it as a negative until you're in art class and, and you're supposed to be doing, a, I don't know, a, a, some sort of a, a, you know, design project. A lot of creative design project where you, you mission an animal with a, with a plant and a human and you come up with a new thing. And somebody just does a Pokemon. And I'm like, well, I don't, I mean, technically, yes, that, that does fulfill a, a basic amount of the requirements for this project. But could you maybe, 
push it a little further than, than, than Pikachu or whatever. I'm sorry, that's the only Pokemon I know. Oh, wait. There's a Squirtle. Because that one's fun to say. Don't mess with Squirtle, man. You don't want that. Okay. Let's talk about inspiration. That's that's more interesting. I am always inspired. Right now, I'm inspired very much by the people around me because I'm in a graduate school program, not to beat that dead horse. But I, it's the first time I've had an art community in a while that wasn't old friends. And uh, these are new people. And it is inspiring to see what they're up to. Not directly influencing, that's the thing. They are different. Inspiration is different than influence. Uh, yeah, just inspiring because I see their energy and I feel their energy and I have that energy too. And we're in it together and all that. That's really nice. I missed that. I have missed that. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's inspiring. It's also a little intimidating, which is not one of the words on the prompt, Lenny. <laughs> you know, I gotta throw in a look. You gotta balance things. You can't have it all positive. You gotta throw in something. You gotta keep that. Keep the the, the the two scales level. It is a little intimidating as well. So, uh, influence, inspiration, intimidation. Sometimes influences and inspiring things or uh, intimidating things. Because often I look at them as a thing to measure up to instead of a thing to draw energy from. And that's a negative way to look at it. But I got to I gotta admit, it is a reality. Uh, you can't just look at, at people who are doing amazing things and be amazed. At least I can't. Not yet. I can't just pull the energy straight from that and and and, uh, and channel it into something positive for myself. Not yet. I'm working on that. But at the moment, sometimes I ch I take that energy in, yes, and I channel it, yes. But I usually channel it into something bad. Like, oh no, look how great this is. Well, I guess that sheds a little light on what I'm doing. Not so great. And that's not good. I would like for inspiration to just be energy, direct, you know, like positive, 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 just sunshine. Uh, but I ain't there yet, working on that. Being inspired, though, uh, oh, man, unfortunately, I got more to say about this than, ugh. well, yeah, let's, let's, let's talk, let's speak our truths, shall we? Uh, sometimes I have a difficult time finding inspiration because I'm afraid to go look for it. Because often inspiration comes from uh, really being blown away by something great. Sometimes. Other times it comes from something, this is the best kind of energy, of, in, of inspiration, that comes from something unrelated to the thing you're currently practicing. That's the best. Like if I hear a song, that uh that gives me a lot of energy or that has lyrics that sort of like oh yeah those that really resonates with me right now i'm not so much into uh tv at the moment or uh, or shows so i can't speak to that uh most of my inspiration will come from somebody's talk or some uh that makes me sound more intellectual than i am 
but uh, some some sort of and I'm losing my interest in those things as well. But music at the moment is my thing. It'll it'll change. It's shit. If I heard a new song and I'm like, ah, oh, that's fun. That makes me feel good, or that makes me feel bad in a good way. I like that. That I can draw energy from without making a direct correlation of what I'm working on. Here's the other. Here's a problem. You go to an art gallery or uh, or you read a, a comic or you read a book or whatever, and it has a direct correlation to something you're working on. Like, it, or it even worse, at school and one of my peers there in a peer group are doing something, or or basically turn me on to something that I was not previously aware of. Like, yeah, there's a lot of this going around in the academic circles. Oh, you should really be reading, or you should really be looking at, or you should really check out. I hear a lot of that. I don't know what that is. Something about that rubs me the wrong way. But anyway, when I check those things out, there's usually a direct correlation. They knew what they were talking about when they recommended that thing to you. Uh, and sometimes that can be a little bit of a bummer. It's, it's like, oh, oh, I see. I see. This can be better than the way I'm doing it. Oh, dear. Now what? You know, there's some of that. That ain't good. But, but, but important nonetheless. I, you got to take those things... And process them, I guess, uh, in whatever way you can. There ain't no uh, right or wrong answer to that. That's just how it is, right? Sometimes inspiration is going to come uh, bundled, right? It's a package deal. It's a it's a, a meal from a from a fast food restaurant. And whether you want the super sized cola or not, you're getting it because it's cheaper and it's they come together. They just oh, no. It's more like. A, something that comes with a free gift with purchase that I didn't want. I didn't really want this other thing. I just wanted my chamois. I didn't really want this uh, uh, freaking uh, 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 jaw opener or whatever. Uh, now I'm rambling. So you see how my influences checked out in the 90s? That's That hasn't been relevant in years. Okay, I gotta go. That's too much of that. I like this topic. I'm gonna think on it more. I don't think I gave it its fair though uh, today. Well, uh, such is the nature of the art sound off challenge. Uh, 30 days of, in, of, of, of audio journaling in November. Okay. Ah, uh, this is Lenny D'Angelo. Right. <clears throat>